faith it, not fake it, faith it till you make it. You can look at all the greats who came before you. A lot of them did not come from money, didn't have connections or anything, but they had this will. And so you're going to have doubtful moments. You're going to suffer from the fear factors. What's going to separate you is you got to keep going because most people will stop. They will need to hear everybody co-sign on a dream. No, you don't. Your target market needs to know that they have someone who's going to help them. So you can sit and listen to people who will tell you, oh, it can't work. Well, if they've never tried, how could they tell you? If it didn't work for somebody else, that doesn't mean it's not going to work for you. So I need you to face it. And if others did it, maybe not in the realm you're in, you can do it too. You can dominate your space. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Every now and then you come across a person who captures your attention, not simply based on what they're saying, but who they're being. They're simply being themselves. So I was fortunate to catch up with someone who I know will not only get your attention today, but she will leave you with valuable ideas to consider when you have to make any kind of pitch. Pitching is her expertise. She's known as the killer pitch master. Her name is Precious Williams, and her business is Perfect Pitches by Precious. That's a lot of alliteration. So I'll add even more to that. She's passionate, playful, and a powerhouse in her field. Precious Williams is a 13-time National Elevator Pitch Champion. She's also been featured on Shark Tank, CNN, Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, Black Enterprise Magazine, Essence Magazine, and the movie Leap. Her current clients include organizations like Microsoft, LinkedIn, Google, and eBay. She offers services ranging from corporate training to individual pitch coaching for entrepreneurs. And she's got a new book coming out and online resources available that she'll mention. So whether you're looking to win new clients or sell your ideas, attract funding, or you're just trying to explain what you do, you're in the right place today. Precious has a bold message that you'll want to hear to help you make your own perfect pitch in your own way. Enjoy my conversation with the killer pitch master, Precious Williams. Precious Williams, welcome to CEO On The Go podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Well, we met recently. And when I I heard about your background, I thought I've got to bring you on. Uh, I just recently had another guest talking about marketing and branding and more of my clients are thinking about how they talk about what they do, how others can get what they do. So with your background as the killer pitch master, I I just can't wait to dive in because I know we only have a few minutes today, but you're going to share some some tips and insights that I think will be really helpful for people. Oh, most most definitely. And I, I like to bring things down to base level. I am not theoretical. I'm very practical. Good, good. And another P word. I love the alliteration. You know how we do. Yes, perfect pitches. Perfect pitches by Precious. Yeah, yes, and I have to say, and positioning. <laughs> when I um, first started the podcast a couple of years ago, my podcast team warned me about saying P sounds because it makes the microphone pop. So we're going to have to be careful about that today. <laughs> 
okay. I can tell a lot of them are coming up. Right. Anyway, so you and I were talking about different kinds of pitches. A lot of folks, when they think of pitching, they think, oh, it's an elevator pitch or an elevator speech. I've got to be able to say something really quick in just a few seconds. But they're really different kinds of pitches. So maybe we could just start there and help um, share some of the different pitches that you help your clients work with. Well, yes, as a killer pitch master, I am a master in all six forms of pitching. So you have your elevator pitch, which you use at networking events. You have your media pitch, so you can you know gain earned media, whether that's uh, podcasts, publications, magazines, and things like that. Articles being written on you. Then you have the investor pitch, where you want to. What do you tell them? What them? What them dollars at? What them dollars at to grow and expand your company? So what do you need to say to an investor that is different than what you? Would say an elevator pitch or a media pitch. Then you have your sales pitch, and all of us are in sales, whether we know it or not. And what we're really trying to do is cut through the clutter and noise and all the distractions that hit us in a day and stay top of mind with our prospects and hopefully turn them not into just clients, but repeat clients. You have your speaker pitch. There are a lot of speakers out there who are speaking for free in hopes that it will turn into something, or they're being sold that, hey, this is great exposure. Most of the time it's not. And so how do you cut through what every other speaker is talking about and really own your zone of genius? So you're the only choice that matters and you can get paid for it because I want speakers to be booked, busy and paid. And finally, you have the interview pitch. So you are interviewing for the position of your dreams. So even if you're just starting out, what do you say throughout the entire interview process where you're seating them along? So there is no doubt that they may have their top five candidates but you're the only one they're going to go with. So how do you differentiate yourself from other people, the other candidates, while giving them something like, oh, she fits in the culture. She understands what this is. This is more than just with the job descriptions. Can she or he fit into the culture? And is there something about this person that I want to spend all day with as a coworker or something like that? So all six forms of pitching are crucial to you succeeding in your career, your business, your life, and yes, even your relationships. Yes. Well, that's a lot of different kinds of pitches that you covered, but I love one thing that I know that you've talked about, which is that you need to share more of who you are, not just what you do. And I'm guessing that that might be a common element in all of those pitches in some way. But, you know, a lot of my clients though, are, you know, they're, they're focused on, well, how do we share what our team is up to, or this organization, what is this organization about? So how do you suggest that they weave in more of who they are in the process? Why is that important? Well, it's important to show people that you are more than what you do, because there are a lot of people who probably, there are a lot of organizations probably do what you do, but what really differentiates you from others is those little, those, those intangibles. For example, so I'm a speaker. I am a three, three four-time number one best-selling author. I'm a corporate sales trainer. There's, a, there's people who've done that, but most people can't tell you that their first pitch got them on national television. Their second pitch got them $500,000 investment. Their third through their, I don't know, 17th pitch won them an additional $150,000. Then they turned that into a company. And then they've trained over 200 plus uh, pitch champions. And then seven other clients have appeared on Shark Tank and been funded. All of my clients who appeared on Shark Tank have been funded. All seven of them. Uh, they, I, I have clients who are service-based professionals who wanted to get big corporate training contracts. And I will always go back to who Mary Yama was a social worker who has a, a corporate training contract at EA Sports. Social work. So that is packaging and positioning, but also 
people think pitching is just your words. Another way to really cut through the clutter and noise is show behind the scenes. You know, and, and people think it's just pictures, but no. So like when I go to events and I'm the keynote, whatever I am, I do behind the scenes. I'm like, oh, y'all, yo, we, yo, I'm here at the Women's Leadership Conference at the Howard County Chamber of Commerce. We're here at breakfast. I want y'all to see some of the vendors on that. And so I'm showing people and I'm also showing love to the vendors. But I'm also showing my audience that this is what speaking is all about. It is when I step on stage, I want to see friends. I want people to know that I truly care. So everything I do is strategic and part of the pitch. So your social media posts are pitches. What do you want people to really know about you beyond just nice words that you really are congruent with the values and the mission that you're putting out there? And so I tell women all the time, you don't have to have six pack abs, a Brazilian butt lift. I'm the chubby girl wondering if female MacGyver a business. Give me two pictures, not a door I cannot go through. But also by me being who I am, changing wigs like I changed my underwear, always showing up bright and colorful. Those are representative of my brand, but that also attracts a certain clientele. The reason why I'm able to get into big tech and financial services is because if you always do what you've always did, you always get what you've always got. They realize they're in a different space. And so they have to show more of what makes them unique, not what makes them sound like everybody else. Yeah. So you're obviously beautifully modeling how to do it by sharing what makes you unique, the success that you've had, specific experiences that set you apart. Um, I'm curious to know if you're talking a lot of my market or more in the corporate space, it might be a manager trying to lead a team or even university sector, healthcare, doctors are all kind of thinking about how do we communicate what we do? How can we get across what we do in ways that will be compelling and bring more people you know, to, to the work that we do? So they're not necessarily out speaking on stages, but they're, you know, in the course of their day-to-day work in meetings. You know, I'm a former attorney, so. Ah, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. So, I'm a former so what attorney. are your tips for the people who may, may not consider themselves to be speakers, but are in professional services and want to well, sound smart, hard, right? Well, I know it's hard to believe <laughs> that I am a service-based professional as the killer pitch master. Uh, I am. And so, yes, although I have books and stuff like that, but I didn't start off that way. Right. And so when you are meeting with a prospect or people are looking at some of the things that you have done, whether they're checking you out online, doing Google searches and things like that, what do you want to come up about you? Maybe it's articles that have been written about what your firm has done in this way, or you might have a new technique. Why don't you make little videos? And some of people are like, oh, I don't want to make video. That's because you think you have to be perfect and you don't. I find, and I know it's shocking, I find that people want down-to-earth humor or, or they, they just want people to just talk about things. Everything doesn't have to be lights, camera, action, or people to really understand. So as a killer pitchmaster, no one really understood what I did until they heard me speak or they'll watch a video and it becomes obvious that pitching is an everyday thing. So if you're seeking to get prospects, how are you getting the word out about what it is that you do, even in the parameters of if you're in financial services or you're in a legal profession where it's not advertising, but you are really putting yourself out there. Maybe you're going to events. When you are pitching yourself and you have a captive audience, what are you saying about yourself? What are you saying about your clients? Can you bring up testimonials? Can you show your credibility? Can you look at your business from a different perspective? As I said to you in another conversation, I met an insurance person, financial services representative. Like you meet these all the time. This one, his name is Paulo, and I'll never forget. 
He said, I'm a firefighter. And we're looking like, I don't think he built like a firefighter, but okay. But he puts out family fires. So when someone died, that he has everything in his arsenal. He already knows what to do, how to instruct the family, whatever. So he said, if you don't want to be caught up in a firestorm where you lose everything or everything's not in place, I got you. But the way he said it was so powerful. I'm sorry, Paul, I can't do it like you. He looked at his profession and what he did from a different perspective. So now he put this image in your mind. So he doesn't look like the image, but he put it there so you know he's a firefighter for family fires. And so before someone dies, what, what we're taking care of you from beginning to end. We have the paperwork. We know exactly what you need to do, you know, and stuff like that. And so he was the first one to really teach me something about how service-based professionals can really put themselves out there. It wasn't that he was trying to be funny, but he really was serious. But there was just enough energy there where you're like, OK, you know what? I never looked at death, uh, trust fund, all that kind of stuff. I never looked at it like that. But if you have the right person. They can take care of all of that for you before the fire or the family emergency happens. Yeah. So that's a great tip to help organizations or people who are thinking through this come up with metaphors or analogies or images that can convey what they do. So um, the the people who get stuck in this where they might be overcomplicating or you know d- overthinking things, do you see people making some common mistakes? I would guess that that would be one where they're really just trying to overperfect. So the thing about pitching, the top three things that I have, I've seen people like the first one you said, we're overcomplicating it, right? It's overcomplicated. Number two, they're extremely boring. Like you're not winning anybody over because you are just telling, you know, what you do without relating it to their challenge or problem in their words. Not in the words you think, because I know some of us, we start these positions and there's these scripts, but when you're meeting people in real life, how can you break a pitch down a conversation? Right. And so when it came to me pitching, I realized I can't just say, oh, just elevator media investor. I had to demonstrate what there was. So if you want to know what a money resides, it resides in a pitch that pays and what slays. And then going into that now, like, oh, pays and slays. Oh, shoot. I didn't even know. Bringing it into an everyday aspect. So but I'm, I, I speak with passion, energy and intensity, even for my introverts, even for those who rather stay in the background, you can still be the quiet storm. Please believe. Everyone has somebody in their life that when they speak, everybody shut down because they like, they rarely speak. So we got to listen. Yeah. I think of myself as the quiet Gale, Gale storm. Oh, say it again. Say it again. So over a new identity. Yeah. Yes. Number two, they make it extremely boring. And number three, they're so solution focused that they have not spent enough time letting their target market know, I understand your problem. So people couldn't understand pitching because they were like, I don't know how to speak well, publicly or privately. And then I created something called hashtag rockstar confidence. Confidence is a is a tool that has to be used to get stronger. So you have to keep putting yourself out there. Well, you know, it, it may sound like I'm bragging. It ain't bragging if it's true. What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? I need you to be on your Kanye rolling stones. Like they're putting out what they do. You don't have to like it. You might not be their target market, but their target market is listening. If you play your cards right with pitching, you really focus on your target market's real challenge or problem in their own words. So they know you're talking to them. You offer your unique solution, right? You got to throw in your secret sauce. Like if I'm going to choose you above someone else, 
I need reasons why emotionally so I can justify logically later. What is going to be your call to action after they hear you or you tell them to go to your website, make a a, a phone call, check out a lead magnet or taste this sample. You need a captive audience. So come and get people with the way the firefighter financial services person insurance did was amazing. And finally, Queen, don't start with your name or the name of your company because no one cares until they need to care. So where do you start? So I usually tell my clients to start off with a a question, a startling statistic or a quote. So when I, like, let's say I'm going into a networking event, ladies, ladies, raise your hands if you want to be a bad bitch with the power of pitch. Clutching pearls, raise their hands, men are raising their hands. Yeah, that'll get their attention for sure. You know, but I love that reaction because now you're listening. People who are looking on their phone, dropping it, clutching pearls, raising hands. Fellas, fellas, raise your hands if you want to be a bad man with a master bitch play. Their hands are up. I'm like, well, you've come to the right place. My name is Precious Williams, proud founder and CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious, where I create the type of pitches that help you what? Slay all competition, big and small. And then I focus on the top three. So like, uh, you want to be in Forbes? You want to be on Shark Tank? I got you. Check out my website. Some of you want those investor dollars, those coins, then you should check out some of the things that we're doing at perfectpitchesbypressures.com. And then those of you who give your elevator pitch, it is crickets. Nobody wants your business card. Nobody's asking for anything. I can show you how to take your pitches from trash to what? Straight cash. Check us out at www.perfectpitchesbypressures.com and see why you've already seen the rest. Now you've seen the best. Check it out. 13-time national elevator pitch champion, four-time number one best-selling author. Yes, billboards in Times Square. And yes, my clients are winning. Check us out on LinkedIn. See my 200 plus yes. testimonials. You okay. already <laughs> All right. I'm sold. I'm, I got it. <laughs> So tell me how, what advice would you give to, let's say the accountant, but has a little different personality perhaps than you might. And who's a little, uh, it's a lot of, understated. Lot of so, yeah, I know. I've heard you on another podcast speaking to accountants. So I was trying to, to just said that we're covering all basis and, and appealing to people who are different styles on, on, in terms of listeners for this podcast, what, what might be a different approach for someone who might be more quiet and, you know, still wants to to be impactful, but in their own quiet way. What what suggestions would you have? When you were talking to me, you know what I kept hearing? The radio shack. You've got questions, we've got answers. So when I think about accountants, I think about like a beautiful mind, how like they think in terms of numbers versus I think in terms of words, right? But at the end of the day, if you ain't making dollars, you ain't making sense. And for some of you, you don't understand your numbers. You don't understand what's selling and what's not selling. But with a mind like mine, my mind thinks in terms of numbers and how to maximize your profits. Maximize how you even understand your numbers. See, numbers are your friend. But until someone comes along and holds your hand, I'm going to show you what's working and what's not working in your business. What's profitable versus what is not profitable. When numbers don't make sense, it's usually because we're afraid. You need to be with someone who's not afraid of numbers and wants your business to grow, to expand and succeed. And me being who I am and then just going into, you know, just a little bit about you and tell them to give you a call. Listen, who's afraid of numbers? It's okay. Some of y'all ain't got to raise your hands. Y'all already know. If you're afraid (laughs) of numbers, we should work together. And we should work together because then you start talking about, you know, some of the successes you've had with your clients. Not knowing your numbers is going to hurt you when the IRS comes knocking. What happens when an IRS comes knocking? Who's got your back? 
who knows it? You know, so those are different approaches. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the points that you're making. And I just am encouraging people to put that in their own style. Yeah, put it in your own style. Yeah. So I think I love those are great points that and some should of be y'all, writing you down. I'm a dry personality, dry wit. Listen, when I started, people told me I was too much. It's funny when you're a visionary, how time will bear you out. So people didn't have my pitching style before. And so they didn't stop me just because I, I didn't look like and sound like what everybody else was doing. That's why I don't go to the Google school of teaching how to pitch. I'm going to focus on your strengths. The things you're afraid of, we ain't worried about that because your your target market needs you more than you know. But if you're not getting yourself out there, you're not pitching yourself, you're not giving them reasons to come see what you're doing, you know, posting client testimonials once a week or, you know, showing you're going places. Oh, what do you think I should say about what I do? Like invite your audience, invite prospects in to teach you. Like when I go places and Queen, you know this, I'll throw out weeks. I'm like, yo, what, what week should I wear today? Because it gets them all excited. Like, oh, I want you to wear the blonde. Oh, I want you to wear the blue. Oh, I want you to. But now they're excited because now they want to know what's next. So when I come back, oh, I killed it. Yo, I was straight blue in these streets. And they're like, oh. Now, mind you, as visionaries and as entrepreneurs, I am not here to tell you that this is the easiest thing. Pitching is testing. What works for this audience versus this audience? You might find that um, as much as you love this audience, you might want to move higher. So you're studying the market. You all understand trends and stuff like that. So don't be afraid to test out new approaches. Please don't be. Go to places where accountants may not be going because you're going to learn something and take it back to your industry. And people are going to look at you like people talk about the here and now. I want you to talk about what's coming because now people go, oh, oh, we didn't think about that yet because you're here. I'm already over here. Come check me. Yeah. That's such a a great key to success is the willingness to experiment, to practice, to know that you're not going to come out of the gate with it just being being right the first time. Um, Are there other tips that you have in terms of how to have the right mindset for this as people are thinking about their own effectiveness? You know, know, of course, I would love people to have like confidence, but you can listen, faith it, not fake it, faith it till you make it. You can look at all of the greats who came before you. A lot of them did not come from money, didn't have connections or anything, but they had this will. And so you're going to have doubtful moments. You're going to suffer from the fear factors. What's going to separate you is you got to keep going because most people will stop. They will need to hear everybody co-sign on a dream. No, you don't. Your target market needs to know that they have someone who's going to help them. So you can sit and listen to people who will tell you, oh, it can't work. Well, if they've never tried, how could they tell you? If it didn't work for somebody else, that doesn't mean it's not going to work for you. So I need you to face it. And if others did it, maybe not in the realm you're in, you can do it too. You can dominate your space. That's why if you're in sales, I tell you, I'm black on both sides. Nothing ambiguous about me. And yet I'm winning. Take opportunities to speak. I, I, I encourage every service-based entrepreneur, take, every, take opportunities to speak, not just in your elevator pitch, but maybe if there's an opportunity for you to give a 10, 20-minute presentation, take what you've learned today and expand on it. You know, throw in some, some pictures of your life. Why did you even get into this in the first place? Talk about like some of the challenges you overcame as you helped others overcome. And in that, you're going to open the eyes that you're more than an accountant. You're more than a finance 
financial representative. You're more than an artist, a poet. There's so much more to you. And when you do that, you'll do what Ty Goodwin, the great Ty Goodwin always says, when you step into your purpose, another man or woman can step into theirs. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And perfectly, perfect and beautifully human. I like real people. I don't need lights, camera, action every time I walk through the door. That's so awesome. That's a great uh, point to end on. But I just wanted to ask if you have any final tip, words of wisdom, anything that you think is worth reinforcing before we wrap up for today. Yes. So my final words of wisdom is fortune favors the bold. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, give it, give them the business, give it to them. A lot of people don't understand what a lot of service-based professionals do. So your job is to educate, titillate, captivate. Yes. And, you know, there are people who need you and you might be playing in the wrong sandbox thinking you got to do what everybody else is doing. I challenge you to step outside, check out what some other industries are doing and bring it to your own. So fortune favors the bold. Show up like you're representing your brand at all times. So if there's a particular color you have, uh, something that represents your brand, always be seen in it because it starts to, repetition stays in people's minds. And don't be afraid to toot your horn on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't be afraid to tell your friends, toot my horn too. Like, I know y'all can't see this, but when I tell you every time on my desk, I see this and y'all can't see it. It's a big X that I did TEDx Babson. And the, the young people handmade us the these uh, TEDx Babson things. And handmade means a lot to me. But when I see it, I think of DMX and then there was X. And so, you know, I was voted as the number one speaker. Uh, and mind you, I didn't go to Babson. I was there with Harvard, Stanford professors. And yet I was the best on that stage. It's because I know how to marry everything in one. So to bring it all together, integrate your whole world into what you do. Well, thank you so much for sharing your insights, your spirit, your confidence, modeling the perfect pitch. I know that people listening in will gain a lot of value. hope it gave them a little kick in the pants to get out there, keep trying and um, appreciate the inspiration. So thank you so much, Precious. Well, thank you. Oh, I was going to say, before we sign off, tell people the best way to reach you. The best ways to reach me are at my website. And again, I'm Precious Williams, proud founder and CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious. My website is www.perfectpitches, P-I-T-C-H-E-S, by Precious.com. On Facebook, you can find me at, at Perfect Pitch P. On Twitter, at Perfect Pitch P. On Instagram, at Perfect pitches, P. And on LinkedIn, I am Precious L. Williams, killer pitch master. I always got to stay on brand. So check out my website, check out ways. If you see fit to want to work with me, check out my books, my courses, digital courses. Just check out how we can work together or how you can learn by some of the freebies I have on my site. Good. And yeah, so you're you're everywhere, Precious, it appears. <laughs> and no, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm everywhere. And I wanted to ask about your upcoming book too, coming out. Oh, yes. So on my website, if you go to the work with me page, you'll see that my fourth book, The Pitch Queen. Yes, I've graduated from the Killer Pitch Master to The Pitch Queen. Ah, Pitch Queen, your royalty. The Pitch yes. Queen. And so this is this is part memoir, part inspiration. 
And it really tells stories that people have never heard of things that I went through, things that I overcame and the lessons that anyone can learn, whether you're a young person, uh, women, men of a certain age or even older. uh, And really know that everything really works out to your good if you stay consistent. And a lot of times since we're trailblazers, we forget that. We think we have to do it like everybody else. And so I'm not ashamed of my past. I hope this shows you never to be ashamed of your mistakes, your failures, because you just fail forward. You go with experience now. Most people don't have it and most people will never try again. And I say, first, you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and try again, like Aaliyah said. So please check it out. It is riveting. And if I wrote it and I'm like, oh, they're not ready for the story. <laughs> Good. Well, we can't wait till it comes out. I'm, I'm so glad I remembered to ask you about that. So most definitely. And it can yes. on Amazon now and pre-sales too. This is the Pitch Queen by Precious L. Williams. Got it. All right. Well, thanks so much again. And for everyone else listening in, I hope you have a great rest of the week, making your perfect pitches and doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.